I think you know who those two guys in that screen is right now. Alex Olashinsky and Prince Ali joining us, the two seniors on the UCLA basketball program, guys that devoted so much of their heart into the program for so many years. Alex and Prince, thanks for coming on, man. How are you guys holding up right now, being all quarantined and stuff? Uh, thank you for the invite, man. I mean, I mean Alex can attest this. We just – We've been sitting around, you know, we'll work out when we can. Um, but we holding up just like everybody else. Yeah, like like Prince said, same thing. I mean, at first, I think it was more difficult. But I guess once you get a little bit of a, like a routine, it gets easier. But then you're like, how much longer can I do this for? You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so I was going to say, I, I spoke with Jalen Hands earlier and Prince – Jalen says he's a better 2K player than you. Your response is? My response is he's lying. <laughs> no, nah, that's my guy. He's not better than me at 2K. He knows that. I've overall won more games than him. Uh, Alex has seen it. But there is a story. There's he a story was telling me about the story. There's a story out here that I have to verify. You know, you know, no, 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 it's, it's verified. <laughs> no, 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 no. Jay Hands will verify let it. Me, let me say the story, man. I had a, I had a friend <laughs> who I had oh, to go outside man. and talk to real quick. And that summer, you know, Westwood in the summer is hot, man. It, it's very hot. So that summer, like, we would have ACs plugged in in each room because, you know, the apartments in Westwood is they're old. So we'll have sure. AC plugged in each room and the power would go out. All the time. So we was playing a game of 2K, and he was winning. Yeah, he was winning. I went downstairs real quick, and the power happened to turn off, coincidentally. And they ran with this story for, like, the past two, three years. <laughs> and I went downstairs and turned the power off. Let, let me tell you from our perspective. Yeah. Playing, they played a couple games, and Prince is like Prince – Prince was being, like, the all-time Lakers or something. Oh, of course. And Jay Hans was, like, a regular team, and Jay Hans was winning. It was, like – the beginning of the fourth or end of the third quarter. Okay. <laughs> so Prince was like, yo, like, my man's coming. I got to go pick him up. He's, co he's, he's coming here. Like, he's coming. <laughs> all right, all right. Next thing you know, the power goes out. But then it gets turned back on like someone flipped it on and flipped it off. <laughs> so we were like, yo, Prince. So we ran out there, and Prince is acting like he's on the phone. He starts laughing. And we're like, bro, we know what you did. He's like, oh, so I ran over here, turned off the power, just stood right here. Like, that's exactly what you did. Never happened. And so, that's what <laughs> – man never showed up. The guy that he was coming to go get outside never came. Yeah. What a coincidence that is, Prince. Yeah, it looked bad on my end, but it didn't happen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, you guys are – and what about staying in shape and, like you said, playing some basketball? What are you doing to keep your bodies right? There is no basketball being played at the moment. Everything is closed, but um, you can, you know, you can get it to Drake. So you can go out there and socially distance while working out. Um, yeah. They sent us some bands. Shout out to UCLA. They sent us, they sent us some workout equipment, so nice. we can work with that. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much all we can really do. I mean, you could go for jogs. Yeah. Gotta be creative out here. You gotta, you gotta really be creative. <laughs> yeah, have you guys been creative and done some home workouts, or what kind of stuff are you doing in home? Yeah, I really, I, I really wanted to do curls one day, so I got a bunch of books and I put them in a bucket. <laughs> I was able to do some curls. That's the most creative thing I've done. I mean, I've just like, like rumbled a little boxing, um, 
studio or whatever. They have sure. like, at home workouts, like little live Instagram live things. So I've done a couple of those. But yeah, just a lot of push ups, a lot of like abs that don't require equipment. Sure. What's next for you guys? What do you want to do with the basketball game and, and how do you want to keep it going in your lives? So uh actually I was really considering going overseas like this summer, but I talked to my agent about like after everything happened and I told them like I'm not gonna like I don't you don't know what's gonna happen with like the leagues over there and everything's quarantined or everyone's locked down. So I told them like we're gonna delay it to at least next spring and see what happens. That's just kind of where I'm at right now. Sure. I'm pretty much in the same boat. Um <clears throat> I've spoken with a few agents and I haven't, like, signed anything yet, but I've spoken with a few. And I'm just really waiting to see, like, what's going on with this uh, sure. coronavirus and just seeing how it impacts everything. Yeah. You've been – it's been a couple weeks since we last saw you on – saw you guys playing on the court. And, you know, it was a premature ending of the season. It was abrupt. And how have you guys, both as, as the lone seniors, comprehended – how things ended in, in just stomaching that now that it's been a couple weeks since then. I mean, it, it was, it was interesting how it all happened. Um, you know, the NBA canceled the night before college canceled. So, I mean, everybody was kind of expecting it. Um, but still, I mean, it was, it was an interesting situation. It's unfortunate because we were, we were going on a nice little run too. I mean, I think we would have made the tournament and we was probably one of the one of the more we was probably one of the hottest teams in the country at the time. So it would have been interesting to see how far we'd have been able to go. So that's that's where you look back in like, damn, I really wonder what would have happened. So I mean, life goes on. You gotta move on with life. So I mean it was tough and it was tough then and we'll think about it probably for a while, but yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't have much to add. Like, it's yeah. not just that feel. Every senior across the country is going through the same thing. So it's like, you know, like you can control what you can control. And this is something we have no control over. Uh, it just kind of sucks for me and Prince. Like, we're never going to put a UCLA jersey on again, you know. It's kind of crazy to think about. We've been here for it's our fifth year, so it's kind of wild. But, yeah, like Prince said, life goes on. When did you first, both of you guys, think that maybe the season – would be in jeopardy of finishing like when was the first sign that you guys thought man you know i don't know like i i i the way things are turning it might be it, it turned to something where we can't finish when did that first come into your minds both of you nba got canceled yeah we were at a was it strip steak at the restaurant in the Delano. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think Stanford had lost. Stanford lost to Cal. And we were watching film that night, and I was like, man, we are not playing this game tomorrow. That was in my head the whole time. Yeah. Like, and then when we woke up the next morning, actually the first thing I saw, I think <clears> – <throat> I want to say one of the conferences on the East Coast canceled ACC, their right? tournament. ACC, I think. And then yeah. every conference started canceling, and I was like, oh, it's over. And then we got off the plane. So now we're going on our plane, and we landed in L.A., and then everything was canceled. So it was like, okay, that's – it happens within like a day. That's what made it so yeah. crazy. Like it happened in one day. Yeah. So there's a a total domino effect. How did coach break the news to you guys when you all got together as a team and reality set in? I mean, he didn't have to break anything. We all already knew. Yeah. So it was just like um, 
this is unfortunate, but you got to stand tall on it. It's just, yeah, got to plug it out pretty much. You guys think about, you know, all the years you've been at UCLA and I, I think like in a, alternative universe if there was a way that you guys could get that extra year of eligibility since it you, you didn't quite get to finish that year what would your thoughts be on that because like you said you guys were beginning to really flourish you called the team dominant which it was and I thought it was going to make a, a, a deep push into the NCAA tournament oh uh like I mean I get it the end is unfortunate but for us like we played most of our season I just feel sure. bad sports that really didn't get a chance like even like gymnastics they were basically through half their season like we yeah. we have like two weeks we got our three weeks left yeah. so we played a majority of our season so i don't think it would be fair honestly i don't want to speak, speak on behalf of our seniors but like yeah. we had our chance but yeah me personally um <clears throat> a sixth year nah i love <laughs> i love the school i love everything about it but no not a sixth year I think about where you guys were midseason, even eight and nine at one point. And I, and I recall during a post-game interview when Mick Cronin was asked about the chances of making the NCAA tournament at that point, and he never ruled it out. And he said, we're pushing for our seniors. You know, we want to finish this season well for them. And he, and he attributed that to you guys. And then to see how the season unfolded the way it did and how, like you said, uh, we all thought you were in. You deserve to be in the tournament. There's no question about that at all. How did that all unfold for you? From eight to nine, trying to figure out what's going on, and then to the, you know the the magic you guys seemingly put together at the end of the year. Um, well, like he did, honestly, like reiterate, like a lot of times when things were rough to do it for the seniors, which I thought was pretty like was pretty cool, honestly, because like he understood. But I guess the turning point was we lost to Cal State Fullerton, and that was one of the hardest weeks of practice. Turning point. The turning point was Stanford, after we lost to Stanford. After Oregon, actually. But no, because like, Stanford, when we went under 500. Oh, yeah. That was the turning point. That was the turning point right there. I mean, we didn't go on a million-game winning streak there, but that was the turning point for sure. Cal State Fullerton was bad. We came back, we beat Washington. That was the hardest practice. Then we lost, like, to Washington State. We lost to – no, no, we beat Washington. We lost to Washington State. We and SC. And, then, yeah, after we lost to SC, that was probably – Stanford yeah. was it. That was a turning point. Yeah, that was, sure. yeah, yeah, That's yeah. when we won the 500. So, that was, that was a turning point for sure. So, what was that practice like after the Stanford game? The, the, the next practice? I don't think we're allowed to speak about that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just – I'm just – it was crazy, man. Yeah. Um, just – yeah, it was like – you know, Coach Cronin, he has – he has like a reputation for being hard nosed, which he is. Um, but I feel like the switch really flipped after we went under five. Really? I feel like that's when it really got crazy. I mean, after Cal State Fullerton was like, uh, no, after Hofstra was our first time seeing like that. Sure. After Cal State Fullerton was crazy, but after Stanford was returning to something totally different about it. Everybody wants to know when that turning point was, and it, it sounds like the wake-up call came after the Stanford game, but yeah, we, when did you two realize that this team was a lot better than eight and nine, and you had the fuel to make a late push? I mean, I thought we were good throughout. We just couldn't figure it out, but I'd say that when, I, when we beat Colorado at home, 
Yeah. That was like our first signature win, I guess you say. And that's when we really started just to like we got more confidence and start playing together and probably Arizona. Arizona, Arizona was big at Tucson. That was big. Yeah, yeah. that was super big because they hadn't lost there in a while. Well, that that's it, man. What a game that was for sure. And how would you say this year? Obviously, the coaching changed, but how, how was this year different from you guys for you guys than the other years you were at UCLA? What makes it unique? I mean, you see things when you've been here for so long. You see things what they really are, in my opinion. So, like. I mean, we, I feel like both of us, like, was kind of, like, seeing things from a bird's view from day one. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So, like, this is different when you've been around a while. Like, experience is really a thing. Like, when I first got here, I, I wasn't a big believer in experience. But my fifth year, like, I could see what everybody was speaking on. So that was, that was, that was my biggest difference. I don't know about him. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, same thing, just kind of. I mean, obviously, the difference was the coaching staff, too. We just had a completely different coaching staff. The way things were run, the way things they the things they focused on and didn't, and it just it was a little different, but I don't know. I, just, I don't really want to compare them to the other seasons. Sure. I appreciated every season I had at UCLA. I thought they were great. So, yeah, it was just different coaching staff, different philosophies. Different philosophies, different coaching staffs, and you finish out your season with, with Mick Cronin and – and I guess when the you, difference is we didn't get to finish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And we finished on the half. Yeah, we lost SC. Oh, we lost SC. I'm tripping. Yeah, never mind. My bad. Sorry. Yeah. But you guys went on that flight to Vegas thinking, even at that point, that you were going to able to get some revenge after the loss to USC. Definitely. Yeah, the way it ended was uh, – that was different, man. I mean – this going to go down as one of the craziest things probably ever. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, that was crazy, man. I'm a, I, I always remember, like, where I was when I found out, you know, what I was thinking. It was like, I, I, it's just something I always remember. So, it was, this is crazy, man. This is insane. Especially, like, what it's grown to be. Because at the time, I, was, I, I didn't think it was that serious at the time. And then they started canceling everything. And I was like, wow, this is a big deal. What have both of you learned over your, over the course of your time at, at UCLA? What makes both of you changed men? Looking back now, as you've said, from that bird eye experience, now that you have wrapped up your eligibility. Uh, one thing I've like learned, I guess, is just, I would say like, this is a plus to just like, business world and career-wise after, just, like, how valuable ed or connections are. Yes. I would say that was one of the biggest things and, like, just taking advantage of getting to know different kinds of people, don't stay in your bubble. Yeah. Just venturing out and doing different things, being open-minded, you know. Yeah. Kind of yeah, the longer I stayed, the longer I realized, like, whatever it is that, I mean, most, like, most people who play at UCLA primarily, like, their, their goal in sight is the NBA. That's just what it is. But, I mean, you learn as years go on that whatever you want to do secondary, there's somebody sitting courtside or sideline that can help you with that. So you, you learn you learn to just make those connections, of course. 
My final question for both of you guys is, once your basketball careers are wrapped up, what's next? What do you want to do with your lives? Still be a part of the game in one way or another, or, or, or how does that sit with you? Yeah, I don't know what Alex wants to do, but I want to get into the entertainment industry. So that's, that's something I've always wanted to do, like since I was younger. So that's something that I'm, I'm pushing to. But, Prince, how yeah. good of a – I hear you're a pretty good singer. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I, w- I wouldn't do the music aspect of things. I wouldn't be the performer. I wouldn't be – I'll be behind the scenes now. <laughs> You'd be a producer or something? Yeah, he was a good writer. I could write he a little bit. So, yeah, uh, I do things like that. Um, so I love to be in the entertainment industry. Sure. Films, music, all of it. Totally. You will get there. What about you, Alex? Well, yeah, I, I really want to get into finances, investing, that power. So, yeah, just trying to talk to some people, just brush up on some things, learn some things. That's kind of what I want to do. Well, you're, you guys are right in touch with a, an incredible network. As you said, UCLA is. You are in good hands for the rest of your lives, given you are UCLA Bruins. Prince Ali, Alex Olsinski, thank you so much, guys, for, for doing this. And let's check in again. And glad to hear you guys are staying safe and doing well. Yeah, thank you for having us, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thank you, guys. Be safe, man.